What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. And you can tell it's officially hockey season when Papa Dudes got the, the studio flipped around there. Now we got Tarasenko in the background instead of Rocky Kalmus. Uh, so how are we doing, Papa Dude? Doing great. The Blues are playing so well, and I just decided we're going to switch it around and go to hockey. And all I got to do is turn my desk around. Yeah, half the room is uh, St. Louis Blues, half the room OU. So we've we've officially flipped the desk here, yeah. and uh, it's looking good. It's looking good. Yeah. I love the blue in the background. Yeah. And I'm adding some stuff, uh, the blues, as I go along. So, yeah, one of these days there'll be just as much blues as uh, there is sooner. Yeah, <laughs> could, could, the way it's going, it could take over the whole room by the time we're done here. Good afternoon to Dennis and Sydney, who's joining us, uh, like like they kind of usually do, or sometimes uh, do anyway. So glad you guys are on here. Um, yeah, you know, before we get in, um, how was the Jersey retirement game? Oh, that was Chris Pronger's game. Let's get into that. Chris Pronger's uh, Jersey yeah. got retired. It was a great game. The Blues got oh. behind and then came back and won the game against Nashville. That was a hell of a game, wasn't it? Oh, it was a tremendous game and a huge game for the Blues. Uh, still battling uh, COVID problems, although they had some players back. They didn't have them all, I don't think, did they? Mm-mm. No. I, I, so uh, get behind two to nothing right off the bat. In fact, I told Sandy, I said, it's enough of this shit. <laughs> and we turned the channel for a little while, not very long. And I just checked the score. I said, oh, my God, it's two to two. They yeah. tied it up. And what a game they played. And uh, the pronger thing was great. And uh, – they had that thing at six o'clock, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. And the game didn't start till like 7 30, I think. Yep. And they said the arena was almost full uh, for that ceremony, which shows you how crazy hockey fans are in general. Oh, yeah. Especially the uh, the blues fans. They're they're rapid, rabid fans. Yeah, I, I agree, Sydney. He loved his beer prop. He uh, he chugged a Bud Light yeah. <laughs> right after his speech. I thought that was awesome. Pronger showed a lot of I'll, I guess emotion would be the right word for him, but just uh, a lot of, um, I don't know, just, he was thankful and he was really, he, he showed a lot of character, I think is probably yeah. the best word to say it. He, it was an awesome speech and, uh, you know, a guy that a lot of people didn't realize, I only knew it because I heard an interview with him not too long ago, that uh, he left St. Louis, obviously, during his playing years, but he lives in St. Louis. He, he It's basically, he's lived in St. Louis longer than anywhere else in his life. So it's kind of cool. And a lot of those guys do come back to St. Louis uh, after they retire, even if they don't finish uh, at that city, which just speaks a lot to uh, the kind of place it is and, and how they treat hockey players there. Uh, they're, they're definitely loved. Oh, they are. They're gods. And yeah. uh, you, you touched on it last week a little bit, how he was a little underappreciated in St. Louis by me too, uh, <laughs> because he wasn't, it was an unpopular trade Yeah, uh, when they got him. And then the Blues dipped for a while, and he took a lot of the blame. And uh, uh, anyway, 
he showed a lot of class. I thought it was it was really a, a, a good deal. And the Blues know how to do these things. They were they're really really good at this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, they did a really good job. Uh, like I said, so it was a good night. Good night. I'm glad you asked, Sydney. I didn't have anything to talk about before we got into the games, but the question sparked that. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to watch that. And then, of course, you know, a lot of times those those situations where you retire somebody's jersey or whatever, the game doesn't. You you know, the the team doesn't play that well, and it looked like that was going to happen, and then they played really well. So, yeah, uh, it was good to see. All right, let's get into it though. Um, and you you told me something interesting. <laughs> He said, hey, uh, I wrote these articles uh, this week and I've got stats and everything. I was like, you know what I could do? I could share the website on the screen <laughs> instead of ESPN and kind of show people what you've been doing. And it's like, oh, that makes a ton of sense because the lines are right here on the website, too. So uh, we'll kick it off. We'll kick it off. A great idea, Papa Dude, with Cincinnati and Tennessee. And like I said, if you're watching live, you can see the website, what he's done here. Uh, of course, as I do this one, we don't have lines for that game. Uh, <laughs> geez, I think it's uh, let me look. I think it's three and a half. Uh, right it was, now. yeah. When, yeah. When I wrote the article, it was three and a half. I don't know why the line didn't show up for that game. Maybe they've taken it off for a second, uh, with the book that we use here. Yeah, three and a half. Is it over here on the other? No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. Three and a half point favorite, uh, for the Titans, and the over under is 47 and a half. So I know the other articles have it on there. So anyway, three and a half point favorite for the Titans, over under 47 and a half. All right, where are we leaning here? Where are we going? Well, uh, as we go through this, you guys that are listening, feel free to argue. This is just <laughs> an opinion on a lot of this stuff. Um, when you go through, I, first of all, before we ever get started. I think these are four of the best games to watch and to handicap of any I can remember yeah. in a long time. These games are really, really good. I think for the most part, we have the best teams uh, still left. Yep. And uh, I really do. I don't, there weren't any upsets as well. Dallas is out, yeah. but that's questionable. Yeah. Uh, by the way, one more thing. Hey, remember that? That was going to be our, our yep. name. That we'll do that. We definitely will well, do that. Did yep. you did you hear what Troy Aikman said? No. Have you seen this? No. They ask him what, and I've I've kind of hinted to this about Dallas for a long time. Mm -hmm. Are they treated too much like gods in mm -hmm. Dallas? And then when they get to the big game, the pressure they can't handle it. Yeah. Are they in too much of the limelight? And he He's, said yes. He said yep. they have it too easy. He said their facilities are unbelievably better than anyone else's. And he said mm -hmm. they have it too easy. And I think I thought that was really interesting. When you you actually that. asked that question before the yeah. game. Yeah. But you kind of said more of the opposite of are they are they are they is that are they under too much pressure or you know, yeah. and that kind of thing. Um he said that too, but I thought it was interesting that he said they've got it too easy mm -hmm. and, and they take things for granted. And anyway, I thought that was really uh, a fascinating thing he said, because I really have felt that that's been Oklahoma's problem for the last few years. I don't think they're pushed yeah, and they're soft. Anyway, getting back to this, I think this game is going to be a classic. I really do. Uh, I don't think there's any question where the main advantage is, and that's a quarterback. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody can argue that Cincinnati has a huge advantage at quarterback. 
And before we get into Tannehill, Tannehill and, and I'm not going to knock him, they don't ask him to do a whole lot. Yeah. Because they play totally different than Cincinnati. You know, the running game. Here's the key. Derrick Henry is going to play. So, how well-conditioned is he? What kind of shape is he in? Can he go full throttle? Is he going to have to just play a few snaps and then come out? We don't know. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be a big key. So I think, to me, it's an even game. Don't you think so? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I I think the big key to the game is Derrick Henry, like you said. Uh, I, and I've got the stats up here and kind of the how you broke down each position. And, you know, look, there's no way around it. Burrow's thrown for 1,000 more yards. He's thrown mm-hmm. for 15 more touchdowns. Uh, and they've thrown the same amount of interceptions. So, I mean, Joe right. Burrow is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. But can Derrick Henry kind of control the clock, you know, and, and be looking like he was looking where he was looking to have an MVP type season? Can he be that guy in this game, you yeah. know, coming off this kind of layoff as a horse racing term there a little bit? But, oh, yeah. uh, you know, some horses, they come off layoffs and they need a need a race and some pop right off the bat. Which one's he going to be? It's It's kind of interesting. Because here's the deal. Cincinnati is going to get their points. I, I don't think Tennessee's defense is anything special. So for Tennessee to win, they're going to have to score. Now, the Cincinnati defense is not very good. No. It's probably good enough to contain Tannehill and, and a Derrick Henry that's not very good or maybe he's not you know effective at all um, or, or, or minorly effect, uh, effective in the game. It's probably good enough to hold them to where they can beat them. I'm going to assume that he kind of looks like a guy with fresh legs and I'm going to take Tennessee minus the three and a half, but out of all the picks I'm going to make today, this is the one I'm, I'm kind of skeptical on. I, I don't know. And that, I, the Derrick Henry issue, it has me worried about, uh, about this game. Yeah. Well, when you look at the offensive side of things, even if Henry is fully healthy, Cincinnati's got a running back. That's pretty damn good. So I don't give Tennessee just a huge advantage in the running game. Receivers, there's no comparison. I mean, Cincinnati's got some – Jamar Chase is world-class. Yeah. It's world-class. Now, I know the stats are a little tilted because Tennessee doesn't throw the ball much. I think they're better there. I think Tennessee might have a slightly better defense. I don't don't know just how much more. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm going to pick the Bengals to upset them. Uh, won't be I won't be surprised if Tennessee wins. So this is a game where we're split on, and that's what you're supposed to be in games like this. These are yeah. these are matchups where you can make an argument for either team. I like the Tennessee toughness, the grittiness. I don't think the home field matters when no. you get this far. Uh, I just think Cincinnati's better. I just think they are, but it wouldn't surprise me if Tennessee wins. You know, I was talking to Jared about this game uh, off air the other day, obviously off air. We didn't have a show the other day, but uh, it, he was just kind of like, I don't, I just don't think Cincinnati can do it. I just don't think they're that good. And, you know, they're, they're Cincinnati. And I said, the only thing about it, and I agree that, hey, it's Cincinnati and you can't count on them. Maybe winning last week gets them a little bit over the hump, right? And the pressure's so. kind of off of them. They're the underdog now. They're on the road. I think people think they can win, but they're not the favorite. They're not supposed to win this game, so to speak. They might play better this week. They, they might, might 
be relaxed. I think that's a dangerous aspect of it. I, like I said, this is the one I went back and forth on. We had oh, a really good week last week. It's going to be tough this week. They're much tougher games, like you said. I went back and forth on it. You're going Cincy. I'm going Tennessee. Oh, well, we can't lose. Watch, well, one of us is going. One of us is guaranteed to lose. So. Well, somebody said last week it was either Russ or Mark. I think one of them said winning that first game like Cincinnati did. First one they won in 31 years. You got to win that first one, and then yeah. you get over the hump. Yeah, and I think that could happen in this game. I don't think Cincinnati's going to ha- have any fear of Tennessee. Whereas if they were playing at Buffalo or at Kansas City, I think it'd be a little bit different. So anyway, yeah. uh, Dennis has got a comment here. Yeah, he said thoughts on uh, this. If you like Tennessee, would you rather just bet the under? Because the only way uh, I see them winning is if they can slow down Cincinnati. And also, he says if if they're going to win, I think it's by less than three. So, what are your thoughts on that logic and the over under in general? You know me; I don't like betting over unders. That does make sense, though. Yeah, it does. Uh, I think that line is about where it's going to be. I, I think both teams are going to score. Yeah. I don't know if they'll score a bunch, but I can see this both of them being in the 20s. You know, it's mm-hmm. just going to be, is it going to be low 20s or is it going to be mid 20s? What's it going to be? And that's why I don't like this over under at all. Yeah, I agree. I think this, I think the score is, is something like 28, 21, 28, 24, uh, you know, 21-17, and it's just where does it kind of hit? I think it's another game, and we've said this a lot, and it's it's last three or four minutes, and does that team that needs to get you over score or not? Like like the Monday night game, the over-under was still in question. Arizona got the ball. The game yeah, was right. over, but they could have easily got a garbage touchdown there, and they didn't, and so it went under. So uh, I feel like may, maybe it doesn't come down to a garbage touchdown, but – I feel like it's going to come down to that last possession type of thing. Yeah. So it's going to be a good one. I don't like the over under either way. Honestly, I'm just not, I'm going to bet all four of them. This is probably going to be the least amount I bet on, on, on the four. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think Tennessee is a little bit better if Henry uh, shows up and plays well in this game. So uh, rest says Tennessee will be ready to control the clock and frustrate the Cincy offense. I think that's the key, and that's again why I go back to Henry. If they can use Henry, short passing game, eat up the clock, take the ball away from Cincinnati, I think they lull them into to sleep, and I think they win this game. Uh, Isaac thinks Tennessee will lose, so Isaac thinks uh, Cincinnati going to be able to have some success, maybe outscore them in this game. Um, and yeah, if it works. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm with you. It's it's like it, that's the key to the game. That's what they're going to try to do. I'm just not sure if that'll work or not. You know, so we'll see what happens. Uh, weather game. That's why they play the game. That's right. Weather might be a deciding factor. Sydney says I haven't even looked at the forecast this game. I just assumed Tennessee. It wouldn't be that bad. Is it? Are we heading for um, bad weather there? First of the week, I heard it was like 30 in the 30s. I think. That is cold. The weather changes. You know. I'm going to look it up right now. Look at this. Live on air, looking up a weather forecast for Nashville. All right. Let's oh, there see. you go. Uh, okay. Drum roll, please. It's supposed to snow a little bit today. Let's see. Saturday, yeah, 39. Uh, sunny, though. So it's cold. But I'm, oh, 
that that's perfect. Should be okay. Yeah. If it's not windy, it's yeah. perfect. All right, let's move on to the next one. And I think this is another uh, game that uh, Papa Dude, I think, let's see. Who did you like? Oh, yeah, okay. All right, so let's go to Green Bay and uh, San Francisco. San Francisco on the road for the second straight week. This time they are a six-point underdog. They were a three-point underdog uh, last week against the Cowboys and won outright. Now they're six-point underdog against the Packers, the Packers have lost at home a lot in the playoffs the last few years. Will they take another loss this weekend, Papa Dude? I don't think it's going to happen this weekend, but it won't surprise me if it does. A lot of lot of storylines here. Uh, sometimes having a bye week hurts a team. Mm-hmm. And the Packers rested a lot of their guys in their last game of the regular season. Some of them haven't played much for like three weeks. The pressure is intense on them. You know they're hearing it. Yeah. Here we got the home field again. Are we going to blow it again? And they're playing a pretty damn good team. And so I would be scared to death if I was a Packers fan. I just don't know if Garoppolo can win it for them i just don't know uh i'm not a hater that's for sure i i don't hate him i think he's decent i think he can win with him i don't know if he can win a super bowl and i i just don't know uh i'm quite confident that aaron Rodgers is going to play well um i think the packers have almost all the advantages in this um you know the thing about the Packers, they throw the ball to their backs a lot. So their receivers don't have big numbers with the exception of, of Adams because they throw the ball to those running backs so much. So that's kind of a key. Uh, I think I think Green Bay's got the edge in, in everything. It's just, will they be able to beat the 49ers when they have to? And let's face it, the 49ers are tough. They're not going to roll over. So. Yeah, I agree with that. I The biggest thing is I think the 49ers are a pesky type of team, but they just seem to be kind of overmatched in all the categories. And you broke it down, quarterback. Yeah. Take Aaron Rodgers, running back. When you add in that you can – how they catch the ball in the backfield, you know, we'll take Green Bay. Wide receivers, I think 49ers do have the advantage, like you said, but, but the, it's not that Green Bay has bad receivers. Offensive line – not the same defense. Green Bay's been a little better this year, and I think that's the big key. Uh, the Green Bay defense has been good. I, I think they frustrate them. It's a night game in Green Bay. It's going to be cold. A lot of people are chiming in. going to be very cold. I agree, Isaac, Dennis. You both say the same thing I'm going to say. I think that's going to affect them. I'm taking the Packers minus the six here. I, I kind of think this one might get away. And it looks like you're taking San Francisco over 21 points. I think that's interesting. I don't well, know. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. In just a second. Okay. Now, early in the season, Green Bay played great defensively. They have not down the stretch. They gave up. Let's see here. All right. They gave up 34 to Minnesota on the 21st of November. Then 28 to the Rams, 30 to the Bears. 30 to the Ravens. They allowed that wonderful Cleveland offense to score 22. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, I don't know how many starters played against Detroit, but they gave up 37 in that game. So their defense has not played as well as they did early in the season. And I think the 49ers will score on them. I do. I don't think Green Bay's defense is that good. Uh, the weather probably will be a factor. because, uh, But I'm telling you something. San Francisco is not the warmest place in the United States of America. A lot of people think it's in California. It's warm. Uh-uh. San Francisco's colder than hell. So <laughs> I, I ain't cold as it's not as cold as Green Bay, but I, I I just I just think I if I was gonna take the point spread, I mean I think Green Bay's gonna win, but I'd take San Francisco and the points. Yeah, I I, I, I think Green Bay covers it here. Uh I agree with this too. I don't trust Jimmy G when he's healthy. Now he has a hand and shoulder injury. I'm going to use the pack in a teaser. I, Yeah, I, I'm with you. The Jimmy G versus, versus Rodgers thing. And the other thing about it, the Dallas game, it seemed like they were going to blow them out. And then they made mistakes. Jimmy G threw a terrible interception. And by the time that game was over, it's like, man, they were lucky to win that game. They you know, were. so... I don't know. I don't know. Russ says the pack win easy. Sydney says, I see Green Bay winning, but not covering. So we've got some consensus, or we don't have a consensus here. We've got some argument amongst the comments here. Um, I feel like you lean towards where Cindy's thinking, and I'm leaning more towards uh, Russ, Jason, Dennis, and Isaac, and saying, I think Green Bay covers here. I, I think this one is the only one that could maybe not get out of hand, but maybe a double-digit win in the end. So. If we'll it see. is, it'll be late. Yeah, okay. I could I could definitely buy that for sure. All right, let's move on to a place where it won't be cold. That's Tampa, Florida. The Mike Tampa Rams. Bay Buccaneers set to host the Los Angeles Rams. Tampa Bay, a three-point favorite in this game. However, the first time these two met, the Rams got the better of Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's got a lot of injuries. What do you think here? Tampa minus three. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Well, this one was extremely hard for me uh i think the rams may have a better overall team than tampa does mm -hmm. but at the bottom line for me i don't bet against tom brady i just don't and i just i think stafford's just as good as he is but not in crunch time he's not proven it yet uh, he was really good last uh, monday night he got that monkey off his shoulder you know, he got a win. And I think that's that's gonna be that's gonna really help him. I think LA may be better overall than Tampa, but I I tell you what worries me the most. And I'm a, now I'm a Brady fan, and so I'm rooting for the Bucks. What bothers me the most is the injuries that Tampa has and missing Chris Godwin. Yeah, the wide receiver who was having a year almost as good as Cooper Cup. And by the way, he doesn't get enough credit for what he's done. Yeah. It's an amazing season for him. This is going to be a hell of a game. I will be shocked if this one doesn't come down to maybe the last drive of the game. All right. You ready for this one? Hmm? I know. I know. <laughs> I'm taking, well, I know. I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking the Rams plus the three. And my only worry is Stafford. That's my only worry of this guy. I thought he, even though they blew out Arizona, that was embarrassing. I don't even want to talk about that game for Arizona. It was awful. He was he was not good in that game. Stafford did not play very well. 
the rest of that team looked great. And I'm telling you, and I said it when these two teams played in the regular season, that defensive line is a really tough matchup for Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. what, What does Brady need? Time. Absolutely. And he ain't going to get it. So it's going to come down to can they scheme up, uh, you know, something to get the ball out of his hand fast that's also effective and, and they can drive down the field. They're not going to be able to throw down the field. They're just not. That This defensive line is good. And then, like you said, you take out the fact that their their top receiver is out. Harder for guys to get open. I know they still got a couple guys, but it's still it's going to be tougher for them to get open. I think Tampa's in big trouble uh, moving the ball. I, I don't see them scoring a ton of points in this game. Where I see myself losing is Stafford does dumb things, doesn't play very well, you know, turns the ball over, just can't make a play. I think if Stafford goes down there and plays a decent game, I'm I'm going to go uh, or I'm going to say Rams by ten points. I really believe that if the Rams have su- success on offense, they're going to win this game. Well, another key too. How healthy is Leonard Fournette? Because when Tampa can run the ball, they are damn tough to stop. And and they have very little running game if he's not healthy. Now, they held him out uh, last week, and I'm assuming he's going to play. The last I checked, he's practicing. So he's going to have to have a big game. And I could see Brady throwing some stuff out of the backfield to him. Mm-hmm. Also, they're going to have a plan. I mean, they're well coached. They are, yeah. They're experienced, you know. They're this is nothing new to them, so they're going to have a plan. And it's two heavyweights going at one another. That's for sure. And uh, it's going to be a great game. One I'm really looking forward to. I, I'm not. I'm not saying the Saturday games are bad because they're not. They're very good. I can't wait for them. These Sunday games are off yeah. the rails. Good. Like these two games. If oh, they're bad. Are- if, yes. if they're bad games, it's just like, I, that's terrible luck because these should be barn burners. Oh, um, go ahead. They've saved the best for last. These yeah. are Super Bowl type games, both of them. Yeah. You know, the, I, I, I'll even make a thing right now and say whoever wins these two games will be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I really I, believe that. I think you're right. I think that's where I'll lean next week. I mean, it, listen, you get another data point this week. Maybe those two teams – that we, we aren't going to pick look great and we change our mind. But as of right now, I'm leaning the winner of this one and the winner of the next one we're going to talk about are going to play in the Super Bowl, and that'll be a hell of a game as well. Uh, Dennis says this line is probably going to move the juice right now at, at the Rams plus three is a minus 120. And what that means is, like Dennis points out very clearly and, and, and correctly, it's probably going to move to 2.5 or yeah. two and a half, uh, I should say. So that's uh look yeah, for that to happen. So if you like the Rams plus the three, get them now. Uh, is is that's right? What we're Absolutely. There. Uh, yeah. Dennis, Dennis, uh, Dennis watches those lines and he knows those lines better than anybody I know. Yeah, Dennis with the lines and the juice uh, certainly not okay. steroids. The juice from <laughs> for, for the for the I, I, I totally trust. He thinks something like that's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Russ says he likes the Rams more every day. Tampa's offensive injuries uh, really concerned. Yep. No doubt about it. Jason says Tom Brady rushing yard over one and a half. <laughs> that's a DJ bet, Jason. But you know what? He's he's one of the best. That's a weird thing about it. He's one of the best quarterback sneak guys in the in the league. Yeah, he, he really is. is. <laughs> so maybe. 
Uh, City says, love the Rams here. Brady going to show his age in this game. You know, I've been burned by Brady in the past. (laughs) So I don't, I'm not going to say it, Sydney, because I don't want (laughs) to jinx myself again. But I've thought that in the past with him and he's come through. I, again, I, I think it's more of that defensive line is a bad matchup for him. John Doe says, keep up the show. Such a fan. We will. And thank Great. you very, very, very much. That's very nice. Uh, let's see. Break score. Touchdown at plus 410. That's pretty good odds there. Uh-huh. Uh, Rams have averaged one interception per game. I'm also interested in Brady interception over 0.5. I would take it. I would take that for sure. Because, again, you got receivers who are – they're still, like I said, they got a couple good ones still, but they're they're shaky overall. You're gonna get, He's going to get pressured. I could see it happening. So, you know, go ahead, Aaron. I'm well, I was going to say, uh, he, she said uh, Rivera, but she meant uh, Arians should be suspended for this you game for hitting the player. What do you think of that? Me? Yeah. I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I know. You don't think he should be suspended? Absolutely <laughs> not. He didn't hit the other team's player and he didn't hit him anyway. Uh, well, it was a slip. He wasn't, he was trying to grab him. I really believe that. I think he was grabbing at him. I don't think so. You think he was trying to hit him? Yes. The guy's got a helmet on. If anything, he was going to break his own hand. <laughs> well, I know. I've never understood why people like uh, football players swing at each other with helmets on. It's like, you guys no. are dumb. Come on. <laughs> now, if he just swung at the other team, yes. But uh, I'm just glad to see he can move like that. I'm a very afraid of for his health he did move very very quickly on that well so. you know i don't know okay here's what we don't know we don't mm. know what the guy was saying because he really his actions weren't that much you know i didn't from what i saw and i've only seen it a couple of times i don't think he was going after anybody he was mouthing so yeah it, it, it from from the outside looking in it he didn't look like a guy that needed to be punched <laughs> you know but again we don't know what he was saying we don't know what he was saying he obviously went off yeah I think yeah the guy would be doing that if he didn't yeah. he'd been around uh too long um i i'm not going to say i ever hit a player cuz i didn't but i <laughs> grabbed him i'm going to tell you that stuff like that if they're going after an official i guarantee you i've grabbed them you didn't hit them because they ducked right <laughs> no i i've never ever done that but uh yeah I, I i thought it was pretty funny uh there was something else here um i was going to comment on i i don't know what it was but anyway uh oh i know what i was one i was going to say about brady okay i don't want to come on here monday if they lose and hear a bunch of you guys saying Brady's too old. <laughs> okay. I don't want to hear that. What if he looks terrible? Well, my God, he's 44 years old. I mean, this is, it's kind of like Betty White dying and it's such a tragedy. You know, Betty White was 99 freaking years old. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of, I mean, I love Betty White. I thought she was an American treasure, a wonderful yeah. person, but she's 99 years old. This is not a tragedy. Yeah. You know, I'm like, my God, she almost made it to a hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's a success story. We just blow things to, just so much out of proportion. He's 44. He is too damn old to be playing in the NFL. It is well, an amazing thing what this guy has done. It's just if you're, watch, if you're watching the screen, I just highlighted something for all the people saying he's too old. He's thrown for 5,587 yeah. yards, 
45 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. With no running game most of the time. <laughs> and receivers that are walking off the field or yeah. getting hurt. I mean, and he lost his best receiver. This guy might have had the best year he's ever had. Uh, right, right. He might have. And and who would have thought, Magic, that the Papa Dude rant would be about Betty White today? <laughs> well, I love Betty White. And it, it bothered me when I heard it. In fact, I thought she was dead anyway. But the <laughs> last I knew, she was 98. I mean, you know, and, and speaking of someone who's nearing, you know, I, I'm just glad I wake up every morning. <laughs> And, and not only that, most people that are 99 or 95 or 90 don't know who they are, where they are, or anything else. And she was still able to do whatever she wants. Yeah. I guarantee if you ask Betty White, she would tell you, oh, my God, what a life I had. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, I mean, all the tributes to her are great. And she deserves every single one of them. But come on, people. She's 99. It's not a tragedy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I thought she was. Yeah, that one got me too, Jason. I thought she was dead anyway. <laughs> I'm not. I I did. I thought she. I thought. Well, Imagine that's a good question. That. How could it bother you if you thought she was dead anyway? Okay. So maybe that's why you don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I really just didn't. I didn't. I thought she was dead, but I because. I hadn't, heard anything, I hadn't heard anything about her. I thought John Madden was dead. <laughs> well, now, okay. So okay. Now, to be fair on both of them, they they had been out of the limelight. Yeah. They 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 and I, I had heard with her once COVID hit, she was just kind of like, I'm yeah. staying in. And yeah. you know, I'm I'm 90. Well, she was 97, I guess, when it hits. She's like, I'm cool with staying in anyway. Oh, I, I saw another little deal come across my phone. Here's a picture of Betty White. She looks so frail. Really? She's 99. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> she looked frail when she was 92. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's move on. Who did you pick? Hold on. Who did you pick in this game? I went the Rams. You went to. We went opposite. All right. Let's go on to the last one. <laughs> All right, uh, so if, if anybody's left watching, the Buffalo Bills go on the road this weekend to take on the Kansas City Chiefs in what might be the best game in the NFL this year if it lives up to the hype. Uh, this line started off at three, minus three for the Kansas City Chiefs. It dropped to two and a half. It is now one and a half. That's right. The Chiefs now just a one and a half point favorite. All right, this is the big one, in my opinion, the best game of the weekend. Uh, where are we going here? Well, first of all, I got to make something clear. I loved Betty White. In fact, <laughs> the other day, I think it was Monday maybe or Tuesday, we sat down to eat supper and we always watch Andy Griffith. All right. And they were running specials of the Golden Girls. Yeah. For all you young pups, that's what Betty White was probably most famous for. Yeah. And I died laughing. It was the funniest thing. She was great. All right, let's get back to the football. Uh, <laughs> I like this one from Cindy. Cindy well, said this is probably the worst game of the weekend. That's how it goes sometimes. But <laughs> Okay, this one's real simple for me, too. Okay. Uh, I, these teams are really even, I think. I, I think Josh Allen would be rated over any almost any quarterback except Mahomes. 
I think he's playing great. Look at his stats, 4,718 yards, 41 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. And, oh, yeah, he's run for about 800 yards, too. Yeah. The guy has been fantastic. So, you know, you got to give the edge to Mahomes just because he's done it. You know, he's proved more than Allen has proved. And that's why I'm going with Mahomes on this. Uh, Running back, I, I don't think either one's great there. Receivers, they both have great receivers. Uh, Buffaloes are underrated, probably. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, those guys are so good. Defensively, definitely Buffalo has the advantage. So, bottom line is, I just went with Mahomes because the point spread is so low. And I think you just pick the team you think you're going to win because the point spread is, it was one and a half. Is it still at? Or did it go back up? Uh, no, it's one and a half. It's one and a half. I think think we both did the same thing, didn't we? We kind of went with the Chiefs kind of along those lines. So, yeah, I mean, if you've listened to us all all year, uh, everybody was like, what's what's wrong with the Chiefs? What's wrong with the Chiefs? What's wrong with the Chiefs early when they were losing? I was like, they always have made mistakes and, and been bad in some areas, but Mahomes has played so good and he's just covered up all their problems. He didn't play very good the first six, seven games of the year, and they looked average. They looked like an average team with an average quarterback. Guess what? He started playing really well the second half of the year. The Chiefs kept making stupid-ass mistakes, but it didn't matter because right. he was just that damn good. Think of the Pittsburgh game. You know, they were is nothing-nothing. They fumble on a stupid trick play. Pittsburgh scores, but they can cover it up because they've got Mahomes, you know? And yeah, the receivers can get open. They've got great players, but he's he's the key. And the key to the game is very simple. What defensive line can disrupt the quarterback the most? That's the winner. I think it's the Chiefs. I think their line will be able to, to pressure Allen enough and force him into a mistake or two, and I think they'll beat him uh, just because of that. I expect Mahomes to play a great game. There's no reason not to. Um, you know, last year, the Buffalo came into Kansas City in a situation, uh, well, they were one game further along in the playoffs, and they got they got smoked. Right. But this year, Buffalo came to Kansas City and smoked them. So, you know, you can make it both ways, but I'm going to trust Pat Mahomes over Allen. And like I said, I, would, I think Allen is the second-best quarterback in this league, and especially the last half of the season. They're kind of similar. He wasn't playing great either. Last no. half of the year, he's been fantastic. Well, the Bills were seven and six, and we're very, you know, we were bashing. I'm yeah. thinking maybe this team isn't as good as we thought. Yeah. And they took advantage of a, of a pretty weak schedule. The only real game they had on there was New England. And they went to New England and thumped them. And then that's when I started getting back on the bandwagon. And then if you just watched last week and the way they manhandled New England, you know, you would pick them in this game. Yeah, uh, I, I do think that, that Allen in the, in, I think he'll benefit from that game last year. You know, that was the first big game he'd been in really big uh, defining moment type of game that mm-hmm. he'd been in. So he's going to benefit from that with that experience. I think he's playing with a world of confidence right now. Yeah. But it's one of those games where I just feel like Mahomes is going to win it for the chiefs. I do too. I do too. I, uh, you know, Dennis kind of mentions that he's seen a lot of sharps on the bills. I have too. That's why that line moved. Now, uh, 
Dennis says it's back up to two on bet three, six, five. So maybe it's going to move up a little bit, but yeah, I, I've, I've definitely seen a lot of sharps on the bills that 51 and a half Dennis went over. So he's he said, Hey, we'll root for some points and, and little leery of a side one way or the other. That's not a bad way to go about it. I, it should go over that. It really should. But again, yeah. it's a lot of points in the NFL. Now that's gone down too, Aaron, because when I wrote the article, it was 54 and a half. Yep. I remember discussing that. Yeah, I would have definitely taken the under the 54 and a half. So that's come down also. Because yeah. I wrote the article uh, yesterday. Yep. Uh, Sydney looks like she's going to go with the Bills. It says Allen makes Casey defense look like a college team. Mahomes will throw, Mahomes will throw at least two interceptions. I hope you're right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yes. But I, I could see it just because I've seen it this year early in the year that's what it looked like when they played Mahomes was awful and Allen killed them but I just you know they also lost to the Chargers early in the year too and they and I don't know I'm just well Sandy here's the deal too uh with us we see the Chiefs every week I don't know I don't know whether you do or not oh yeah yeah Uh, we see I'm talking about Cindy uh we see everything we see every game that they play yeah. And we know them better than anybody because that's where we live. So mm-hmm. we see replays, you know, we see everything. It probably so be a little biased because. It, yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm done. Well, yeah, yeah. I was just going to piggyback and say he's exactly right. We probably are, even though we're not fans, we're still probably biased on them because oh, yeah. we have 24 seven coverage on our televisions all the time. Right. on the chiefs this is chiefs country so you're probably right and i think at times during the season i i have missed them uh, because of what papa dude kind of laid out so uh, you know it's kind of like when we talk about ou yeah i mean we're fans of them but again we have 24 7 coverage of ou so we, we may lean one way or the other you know uh, because of that so you might be right but i again i I don't think it's a bias for Mahomes. Uh, the guy's pretty damn good. So the two INTs would surprise me, but Josh Allen going up and down the field and them outscoring them, or, you know, maybe Mahomes is on the last drive, throws a pick, something like that. I'm not going to be surprised, but no, I, me I, I do think, I do think Allen will have a lot of success in this game. I just think the chiefs will have a little bit more. So um, yeah, like you with North Dakota state. Exactly. Right. And I do think home field advantage makes a difference in this game. And funny with this North Dakota State comment, I remember you were like, yeah, I think they're going to win. And I think, I don't know what they were favored by, nine, seven eight. or 10 or whatever. And you're like, I don't know about the points. And, yeah. and Papa Dude and I were like, they'll cover that. You yes. know? So the fandom and knowing, sometimes the more you know, the, the, the more you kind of get nervous or have overconfidence one way or the it, other. It's so. the fear, the fear of losing, I yeah. think. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, that's it. That's it for the NFL. Uh, man, I can't believe we're already to this point. It feels like the college football season shouldn't be over now. So, um, yeah, Dennis, I didn't put that comment up, but I did that's see good, it. Dennis. What game was that in? I thought it was funny. Was that the Buffalo-New England game? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a Buffalo. Only in Buffalo would that happen. Trust yeah, me on that exactly. I don't know if any of you guys watch ever been to Buffalo. I, I've seen the sunshine once in Buffalo, and I've been through there what seems like a million times. So, <laughs> seen the sun once in Buffalo. <laughs> so, 
anyway, uh, all right. Uh, we'll, we'll move on here real quick to college basketball. I know you've been following it. Uh, kind of look at the games coming up this weekend. Give us a couple games to watch for. And also, you can go on the site right now and get his uh, game for tonight. He has Utah State minus the one, plus a lot of other predictions on here as well. You get those every day on the website. If you want more college basketball, you can just go right there. But go ahead. What, what are you looking forward to college basketball? Well, I tell you, I'm having so much uh, fun because I'm hitting them. Now, if I was missing them, I would not be saying this, but <laughs> the last two nights, because uh, in college basketball, because of TV, they have different tiers of games. Like there'll be a whole bunch of them tip off at six, and then there'll be some at seven, and then there'll be some at eight, and then the West Coast games are late. Mm-hmm. So uh, the eight o'clock games all are ending at the same time. And the last two nights I've had six of them I'm waiting for. And I'm sitting there watching the, on ESPN. I'm watching the, the scoreboard updates and stuff. Cause I, I don't have six TVs to watch all six games at the same time. Right. So anyway, I'm following them the play by play on ESPN's website. All six of them are down to the wire. I mean, down to the wire. And I got a game on TV and then I'm flipping to another one. And and my wife is just saying, what in the hell is wrong with you? And anyway, so I hit five of those last six, mm-hmm. the last two nights. Yeah, I'm watching these and guy, it just comes down to luck. <laughs> who can make a shot? Who doesn't? Yeah, there's no skill involved in picking these games right now. It's just luck. And right now I'm in the lucky, <laughs> the luck part and i'm really worried that's going to end here before <laughs> well it's like you said these conference games th- these teams are so evenly matched they are and they know each other you know yeah. frontwards and backwards but uh again you know i've not been able to watch college basketball the last eight years because i was coaching yeah. high school basketball and i never was home so now i'm home and i'm i'm getting reintroduced to it and man there are some great games uh going on and 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 you know now we're getting close to trying to figure out who's going to make the tournament and all of that and all of these games yep. make so much difference there is a great game tonight if you're a basketball fan okay uh purdue uh has a great team they played i believe it was monday uh double overtime win at illinois another really good team that was a great game they go to their arch rival tonight indiana indiana and Indiana is good. They're 13 mm-hmm. and four. And I went ahead and picked Purdue. I've watched them both. I think Purdue's a little better, but this is a toughie. And uh, this is not one of my best bets. This is just one that I picked. Uh, this is going to be a good one. So if you really like basketball and you don't have anything to do tonight, turn, tune, that, turn, tune that in. That's going to be a fantastic game. Uh, other games tonight. Late. Real quick before you move on, uh, yeah. you picked Purdue to win this one, eighty-one to seventy-six, and mm-hmm. Jason has Indiana plus three and a half. So you guys are going to be opposite ends here. We'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah, I tell ahead. you, Jason, I went round and around on it, and if if I hadn't uh, watched Purdue the other day against Illinois, I would pick Indiana also. Mm-hmm. But I just really think in the end. Now, here's another thing, Jason. I've been watching these these tight ones all week long. And it seems like the best teams are winning right at the end. Now, that trend could stop 
you know, and that's what I'm kind of riding on this. I think they're a little better than Indiana. And that's why I'm going with them because I've been seeing a good example last night was Kentucky. Mm-hmm. They went to Texas A&M and Texas A&M is 15 and two or 16 and two. They had that place packed. You, it, it was unbelievable. The atmosphere in that building last night and a and football school, but they were ready for Kentucky. When Kentucky comes to town, you're ready. If yep. you have a good team and they had it packed, packed. And they got up, Texas A&M got up 21 to 8 in that game. We're just blowing Kentucky off the floor. What happened? The old poise of Kentucky and the fact that they're Kentucky mm-hmm. hung in there and in the last two minutes held Texas A&M to nothing and beat them by six points. And that's kind of why I'm going with Purdue. But, Jason, I would not be one bit surprised if Indiana wins. The good games tonight are late. Uh, the West Coast games are mm-hmm. pretty good tonight. You got UCLA goes on the road to Utah. Utah's not very good, but you're on the road. That's not easy. Yeah. Arizona goes to Stanford. This is one that if you really want to bet one, this is one I kind of like. Ten and a half point favorites for Arizona at Stanford. That's a lot of points. Stanford upset USC a week ago. So that's the one you might look at. And the other one, USC goes to Colorado. That's a one and a half point game. I picked it. I went this way. I think Colorado will upset them. Really? USC is not playing very well. Mm-hmm. So I went with an upset on that one. Uh, another good one down there, Gonzaga, number one again. Mm-hmm. They play San Francisco, which is 15 and three, but it's a little misleading. Their schedule hasn't been that good. And anyway, there's there's not as many great games tonight. I got to be honest with you. I haven't looked ahead to Saturday yet. Uh, I'm going one day at a time, but I guarantee you there's some there's some dandies on Saturday. Tomorrow <laughs> night's usually kind of a flat night for college well, basketball. Well, and if you want if you uh, if you want to know about Papa Dude's picks for Saturday, you just go to the website. I oh, guarantee yeah. you they will be there. So give me give me till about nine nine thirty uh, Central yeah. Time Saturday morning. It takes me a little while to. Uh, to figure it out. I, and, I, and I do want you people to know I work my ass off on me. I, I mean, I'm pretty serious about it. I'm yeah. not just throwing shit out there. And it, 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 I go through a lot of them. Oh, Kentucky and Auburn is Saturday. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Russ has put Kentucky and Auburn Saturday. Ooh. Oh my God. Uh, where's that game at Russ? Ooh, that's, that's going to be that's, a good one. That's must win. And anything in the Big 12 is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I sat down today, Aaron, and I know we got to get going, but uh, I started kind of listing teams that are maybe tournament worthy. And some of these smaller conferences get an automatic bid. So that takes away others. And that's fine. That's what makes March Madness what it is these mm-hmm. smaller teams. I've got 81 teams written down right now for oh, wow. 68 spots. So, and a lot of this will be decided in the weeks ahead. But uh, anyway, it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, like, like I said, right now I'm 18 and 7 on my best bets. And I just, I'm just hoping I get another one tonight. I just go one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, he's putting a lot into this basketball. Oh, it's, it's not work. It's fun. I uh, yeah, it. I know. But I'd say you're, you're definitely working hard on it for sure. Did you see a best bet for me? I didn't just get up and put that on there. 
I analyze it and analyze. That don't mean it's going to be right, but I analyze. Now, if you want to see the other side of things, you go to the NBA, and that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, you struggle a little bit to get the grasp of the NBA, but that's that's you all know right. What everybody does. It's hard. It is. It Quick is. story from last night, and I wrote that in my NBA article. I'm not doing awful, but uh, I'm I'm tough. Uh, I almost picked Louisville last night, uh, Dennis. I got a little bit scared of them because they weren't playing very good, but I, I almost picked that game last night, and I chickened out. Anyway, NBA, I've been struggling to get back to the 500 mark of my best bets. I started off 5-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get anything. Yeah. Well, I've rallied. So I got the first one last night, and I had one more. Okay, so that even my record – at 11 and 11. Okay. So there were four games left and they were all on the West coast. And I went to bed about 10 30 and they were about halftime. Mm-hmm. All those were at halftime. And I was confident on all of them. <laughs> on the money line, I'm about 55 and 35 on the money line. So I'm doing okay there, but not the best bet. So the last game I had was the last, my second best bet was the Indiana Pacers with a record of 15 and 29 yeah. at LA, the Lakers. Yep. At 20, whatever they are, 22 and 22, whatever they are. But two nights before the Lakers had beat Utah, which is one of the best teams in the league. And I'm thinking, okay, the Lakers are starting to get, I just keep thinking they're going to make a run, but I'm beginning to think they're not. So I went to bed. They're up six. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went in and, and, and Sandy goes, boy, coming to bed early. And I said, yeah, I think I got these. I get up this morning. No, the Pacers beat them. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, uh, somebody else lied. Oh, Houston. Yeah. 12 and 32 beat Utah. At yep. Utah. So I was hoping I was going to go 10 and uh, three on the money line for the night. I ended up eight and five, which is okay. And instead of getting both my best bets, I went one and one, and I'm still below the 500 mark. <laughs> yeah, the, the Lakers are just – you keep picking them, too. I'm done. I, I'm done. I'm picking the Lakers. <laughs> I want to be pistol whipped if I pick them again. <laughs> I thought that was a sure thing last night. I really did. I – I did too. I, I I read your stuff and I'm like, yeah, well, they'll they'll cover because they, they weren't favored by very much. I think yeah, no, it was just three, three and a half. Yeah, I they were. Yeah, they're just. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they're going to come out of it at all. Yeah. So make sure to check out the website though for those college picks and you know in an NBA, I'm sure you'll get going. It's it's. Still early. <laughs> I don't know. They're hard. You know, they really are. And then if you like hockey, there's NHL picks. You can go up to the top here, click on free NHL picks right there, and every game, every night. Uh, big big uh, week so far, 13-6 and six right now. Uh, got all three of them last night. Two of them were underdogs as well. Arizona came through, and uh, also uh, the Rangers beat the Maple Leafs. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been going good. We got nine games tonight, and uh, I what you are with college basketball, that uh, that's what I am with hockey. Sure. Uh, I, I just turn on ESPN plus and flip through all the games all night long. So uh, it's been great. They used to not be on ESPN plus. So and they were on uh, like NHL. You had to buy a special package. I never did it because we get the blues. I'm a blues fan. We get them. So I was like, yeah, that's okay. Sure. But now that they're on ESPN plus, I watch them all. So 
Uh, yeah, doing well, uh, and, and let's hope that continues as well. Hey, what's the most difficult sport to handicap? Baseball, hockey, basketball, or football? Baseball, a thousand percent for me. What about you? Never handicapped baseball because I hate it. <laughs> uh, fixing to find out though yeah. uh, this summer. <laughs> I would think that would be really hard. Yeah, uh, baseball. The yeah. thing with baseball is you can be a really good team going up against a really crappy team, and they got a good pitcher, and they beat you. And yep. I mean, I haven't really got, I don't, I, I'll be honest when I start that, it'll be the first for me. So I'll have to kind of learn what all you can, you can do with baseball. Uh, just picking games, I think would be really, really hard. Uh, hockey. I think once you get to know hockey and you follow it and you, and you know the teams, I don't think it's that hard. Do you Aaron? Year in and year out. I have the most success betting hockey. Yep. Yeah. I always have. Uh, I started about five, six years ago. And honestly, now that I can watch the games, yeah. I, I'm doing even better. Uh, you know, I usually just had to look at box scores, stats, stuff like that. No, I, I love to bet hockey. I absolutely love It's my favorite sport to bet but by yeah. far. Baseball is my least. Uh, I hate it. Uh, basketball, oddly enough, I like small conference basketball games. I, I usually do better on those. Yeah. Uh, I don't touch the NBA, never have. And uh, I like to bet football 50-50. I mean, I think some weeks really, I'm really good and some weeks I'm not. I mean, I you can tell. Football, the show. I think football is really hard. Yeah. I really it's do. Tough. Yep. Uh, yeah, I can get all the winners. I don't I, – I get winners most of the time. Those spreads are really difficult. Vegas does a hell of a job with those. I um, think Vegas is real – zoned in i mean they're zoned in on everything but football they really are that's their money maker that's, that's what people want to bet the most so uh yeah i tell you what i do on the money lines too i bet a lot of those small college those mid-majors yep uh and i i do well on those uh the, the money line you got to bet a bunch to make some but if you'll go in there and you'll find one that's like a 15 point favorite they're gonna they may not cover yeah you bet the money line they're going to win they yeah. get those pretty good so anyway uh i think football is really hard uh, to me right now the nba and here's the deal with the nba they're all good i mean these guys have got good players and if you don't yeah. like the nfl if you don't show up you're gonna get beat and yeah sometimes it's hard to keep you know keep going in the in the uh, nba season's so long travel and all of that you know you can show up flat pretty easy yeah i agree i just i've never had a lot of a lot of luck with the nba it's been really hard and jason said hockey's tough with the randomness of the games you kind of when that happens it's kind of like a 40 to one shot winning in a horse race you just have to be like well you could never could have had that one because yeah. like sometimes you know, a team like let's just throw out Montreal because they're terrible this year. They'll go beat, uh, you know, that I think they play in Vegas tonight. They'll beat them. And they could beat them. Yeah. You can't, well, really, you can't predict it, you know. No, and hockey's a little bit like baseball. Yeah. Hot the goalie. goalie. You get a hot goalie and he stones them. Yeah. They may have 50 shots and the other team's got 10 and they only get one behind him and the other team scores and beats them two to one. They've dominated the game and lost because yeah. of the yeah. goalie. And that happens sometimes. Yeah, and like Magic said, it's been, ESPN Plus has made hockey so much better. It has. It's been 
We have fantastic. Uh, Jason says baseball is impossible now with starters going oh, less than five innings. That's another right. thing. You got the bullpens, and it just adds so many more factors. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. When baseball season gets here, I don't know what we're going to – we may just shut down the site. I don't no, know. No, we're not. I need the money. So let's <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'll have to get an interest in it, and it's going to be hard. But uh, I can't watch a baseball game anymore. I just can't. Now, if I go to the park, go to the ballpark, yeah, I guess it's different. I haven't been to a major league baseball game in a long time, but I, we got a minor league team around here, and I, I've gone a couple times, and I kind of like it. I, you know, it's the atmosphere, or whatever. But sitting and trying to watch one on TV, I can't do it anymore. And I used to watch them all the time. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, I just, I just can't do it anymore. There's too many pitching changes, as Jason said. Uh, totally. So, and, and this is good. I like this, Dennis. He said that's why I really only look at first five innings. So you can bet a baseball game. For the first five inning, who's ahead? So that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I get my ass kicked with that too, uh, Dennis. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I can't really do it. Right there for Cindy. Baseball uh, TV is my sleeping pill. Out in less than two. Uh, Cindy, a thousand percent. Yeah, I, thousand percent. I can make it two innings. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't make it. I thought I, she said I, two minutes. I could make it two minutes, not two innings. <laughs> I don't think I can even tell you the two teams that played in the World Series this year. There's no way. I don't. I haven't watched a full baseball game in in years. Was it the Dodgers? No, I think the Dodgers won it maybe this year. I don't know. I know they won it either this year or last. He's- as you as you could tell, the podcast is is not going to be great when baseball starts. We'll have to come up with something else to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I luckily, to- luckily, that's only going to be about one month. Yeah, where we don't have anything. Uh, yeah, because the, the playoffs spill over too long, and then football starts earlier and earlier, and it's just kind of oh well, we missed. Honestly, yeah. I told you, I told you the other day, it coincides with Saratoga and Del Mar season, yeah. so maybe we'll just handicap those tracks during that I'm time. Just that. I'm just as crappy. That's the hardest, folks. <laughs> that's the hardest horse racing. <laughs> horse racing. Yeah, that's why this website exists. Exactly. By, by the way, who you got this week in the uh, what have we got? The American Beauty. Uh yeah, I went with Little Tootsie in the American Beauty. Little Tootsie. I think, well, I think that's a nice That's thing. magic to nice horse. So, yeah. Uh, here, I want to throw this up. Speak to Saratoga. Jason says, better get your ass to Toga this summer. He said it to Magic. I'm saying it to you. It's a challenge to you and Magic. You're both coming to Saratoga this summer. Let's see. That starts in July. Yep. That timing might be just right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's great. I think I think uh, I think that's that might be doable. Yeah, and the big changes at Patoga, and but like, yeah, well, you get to meet Jason; he'll be there. Yeah, the sure. problem I have, guys, is Sandy and I cannot stay away from the beach. <laughs> well, just can't. So maybe we could drive up there for the weekend and then drive on down to the beach. Well, maybe here's, you're you're you can work from anywhere now, right? So no, you that's not yet. Yeah, it's just you know, angling it to where we have enough time to do all this time i mean you're not gonna be at the beach all july and all of august so i know that's what i'm saying it might be doable i'm, I'm thinking maybe maybe go to the beach for mm-hmm. a week like we always do and then drive up to to new york for a couple of days and maybe do that you could jump on a flight to I don't, albany i don't i don't fly Okay, so all right, all right. Sandy came up with a topic, or not a topic, but a, the segment. Uh, just one more thing. Yes. That? One more thing. So yeah, I do have one. Just one more thing. I have. Do you have one today? Do you have anything yeah. you want to say? 
No. Oh, it's me. I get yeah, to do it. Shoot. All right. I'll, I'll run off all of the people that are left. Actually, a lot of people left. I'll, I'll run them all off here. I got to talk about wrestling. I'm sorry. No. I okay. I apologize. <laughs> My favorite wrestler of all time is Sting. This is a guy that was main eventing in the 80s, in the 90s, in the 2000s, in the 10s, now the 20s. This guy is 62 years old. He is still main eventing. Tom Brady. He is perhaps the greatest athlete I've ever watched because of this. The guy's 62. And 62. Does he look like he does when he's 30? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I would hope not. Is he moving like he did in the 90s? No, but he is still incredibly talented. This guy's one of the greatest athletes of all 62. time. Wow. We're talking about five decades of main eventing shows and looking like you belong in a main event. This guy was unbelievable. Last night, he was unbelievable. They put him with Darby Allen, who is has just become my second favorite wrestler ever behind Sting because Darby Allen is just, he's out of this world. He's unbelievable. And he's made, he's helped Sting a lot because they put him in tag matches and Darby can carry a show, but Sting it's just last night is another fantastic performance. Every time they put him out there and Dennis is, is, is he, it's just, it's unbelievable what he does. He jumped off a stage through a table last night at 62 years old, and it didn't look like some old man doing it. It just looked like another wrestler. I can't get over it. I, I can't get to main event. And, and yes, wrestling is fake, but the toll <laughs> that, that they get put, I didn't know that. But the toll that they, they, they take on their bodies is, is really brutal. Yeah, it is beat up. It's amazing. For him to do it at 62 is unbelievable. He's rewriting his legacy as we speak. That is unbelievable to see in person from a guy who has been through the years. Yeah, there it is. There's one of my old t-shirts right there for a guy through the years that have, that has been able to do this. He just, really... just went in a closet and got those out of the closet. It's really quite incredible. Those t-shirts are from the nineties folks. That's true. They are in 1997, December of 1997, he wow. main evented Starcade. I sure did not know he was still wrestling. 25 years later, he main events a show last night. Incredible performance again. I don't care what you think about wrestling, what oh, you think about good. anything about what I'm saying about, you know, what do you think about pro wrestling? This guy's a marvel. He's unbelievable. So I had, to, I had to talk about it. The other thing is he still likes doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, the travel so, and all of that. Those are the things... The thing with Brady and all the practicing and all the workouts and all of the stuff he has to do to keep yep. his body like that. Same with Sting. Yep. It's a ton of work. They have to absolutely love what they're doing. You just have to love it. Yeah. You so know. Sydney says Y2J as well. Chris Jericho, she, who's, who she's talking about. I've heard of him too. Yeah. He's starting to not look like he needs to be doing this. That's the difference, in my opinion. Yeah, he's still there, and he's he loves it and all that stuff. But he's starting to look like, yeah, you probably need to not do this. Maybe be an announcer, you know, <laughs> where he put Sting in a main event, and it's like, yeah, I buy it. So it's incredible. I just had to had to talk about it. It's incredible. Isn't he also a rock star? No, <laughs> no, different guy. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's just it. He had a major injury about 10 years ago, and they said, I don't, he's never going to wrestle again. And he shows up in AEW a year later, well, or, or not a year later, but a year ago. And right. it's, it's For those of us that don't know, uh, like the, what age do they usually get out to where they're not doing full-time? You shouldn't really and truly – if you're wrestling past 50, you probably need to get out. Now, okay. some have been able to do it, but that's when they really start to slow down about mid 40s. Then they'll they can they can last till 50, and then that's it. You that's need it. to get out. Okay. Um, so and yeah, it's Hogan. How long did he last? Fifteen years too long. Okay, I mean, so he, he should have been out. What he's like. 45 should have been out about 1998 and he, he, he held on for a long he held time on simply because of who he was right yeah but the day like hogan hogan was still a huge brand but then the, and he was it was the like the build-up to his matches were great and he turned heel and that made him that re, kind of relaunching but you would get up to the match and he couldn't perform and so every time it'd be this build-up and then you'd go to the match and it'd be like that was awful you know <laughs> and that's what happens to like, they don't lose their ability to connect with the fans or build up a match or but they can't perform can't and that's the that. difference sure right yeah that makes sense yeah i still want papa dude to watch one show yeah i know we gotta money get a, get how much one. how much money you <laughs> <How> much money? <laughs> uh, cindy gave me an idea cindy maybe you can help us here she says not big on wrestling more curling up here could curling possibly be going on in July? Maybe we can handicap curling. Maybe handicap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Handicapping curling. I really like that. Uh, Jason says, uh, Jimmy Superfly, Snooka, and the Road Warriors. Two classics. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, that was little kid. Real little kid when they were Well, Sandy up. loved uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior. And that was one of my favorites as a little I kid. I liked him too. Yeah. He I was will. great. Let yeah. me rephrase that. I knew who he was. I loved it. I used to kind of sort of glance up every once in a while. When Undertaker, I thought he was really cool. Yeah, Undertaker. Yeah. Never could stand Stone Cold. Uh, I thought he was just a redneck. And uh, I really liked The Rock. Wow. The Rock. Yes. The Rock. He, he was he, he was, was a comedian. Yeah. Rock the Rock was and so cold that was at the height of the yeah. wrestling era. He was a character. He was a character. Yeah, I know. He was he was really good. Really, really good. And obviously the rock, the rock uh really didn't fit the stereotype a lot of people have of wrestlers because if you've ever heard the rock uh be interviewed, you talk about an intelligent yeah person. He's extremely not that the other guys aren't, but yeah, he's very, very intelligent. He 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 got he was special. He really yeah. was. Uh, Sydney mentions Road Do uh, Mad Dog with Sean and his brother Butcher. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've seen tapes. I've seen tapes of them. Uh, listen, I I have. It's true. I I watch all the shit. So. Uh, what was that? I can go back to the very. Oh, what was Andre the Giant. Andrew Steel ate all the turnbuckles. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> Andre the Giant was the first one that I I can ever yeah. remember. And that was ancient. Yeah, Andre, Andre, uh the probably the one of the big first yeah, he was, true he was big giant. men in wrestling. Yeah. yeah, he was a he was a freak, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Uh so. <laughs> 
Yeah, I always uh, loved The Undertaker. Giant, scary, imposing white dude. Wonder why I liked him. Yeah, he was magic. No. <laughs> You're not no. scary, magic. That's the uh, thing. The Undertaker thing about is. him was, see, to me, I, I don't watch it now, but I sort of watched it then. Those were the glory days, I thought. But I'm, yeah. sure, it's, I'm sure it's like that now. The music when he would come out and everything. Oh, yeah. Undertaker would come out. What was that other guy, uh, ball-headed guy? He was in the other league, uh, Goldberg. Oh, Goldberg, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, he was yeah. he that he took it like the world by storm, basically. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was he was big time as well. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, it was it was just, and the, it's cool because you know Heather's into it now, and it's just. I don't know. I, I never thought we'd be back watching it. I, and, I, do, I do want to say this. And the weird, you know what the weirdest thing is? I wouldn't be watching it if it wasn't for Sting. He came back and I was like, okay. I can't believe it. He's back. I'm going to watch this. Is, uh, is Heather sitting right there? No, no. She's on another meeting. Yeah. Okay. I, I just, uh, I'm sure she won't watch this later, but no. You know, I, I, she won't watch Andy Griffiths. No. No. She doesn't like Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Doesn't like she Seinfeld. won't watch Seinfeld. Yeah. Two of the greatest shows of all time. Right. I have the ultimate respect for her intelligence. Probably the smartest person I've ever known. And she's watching this shit. And it just absolutely <laughs> shocked me. me I too. can't believe it. <laughs> I'll tell you how it happened. It, <laughs> well, here's how it started. I would go down on Wednesday nights and watch this. And finally, she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like I'm watching the wrestling. Remember, I told you about it. She goes, "Oh my god!" So she said, "Well, I'll go down. I'll go down with you." And for two months, it was just making fun of it, making fun of it. At a girl, and then all of a sudden, she's like, "I kind of like this." Oh no, she's a bigger fan than I am. She, Darby oh. Allen and Hook. That's what she is just obsessed with those two. So, yeah. and I know why. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I realize that. So. Uh, yeah, uh, Dennis says, I like how uh, the chat watches it now, too. That's right, Dennis. It used to just be you and I talking. <laughs> now everybody's talking about it. So anyway, I had to bring that up. I was just. Hey, are we going to, not to change the subject, but mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead. You done? Yeah, I'm done. I just, I was oh, just. Are you going to handicap the Olympics? <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think. Can you bet the Olympics? I've never bet the Olympics. I'm probably not. But... I bet you could bet the hockey for sure. Do you like the Olympics? The, the oh, winter. Love them. L I'll watch every second of it that I can. I will watch every hockey game. Does it bother you that the uh, professional players aren't going to play? It could be you, me, and Magic. I would watch it if it's <laughs> Olympic hockey. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I it, it cheapens it a little bit that they're not playing because I do like to watch them play in the in the hockey. Uh, do you watch anything else? In the Olympics. I see that. I like that one. <laughs> oh, that's a reference to why Heather likes it, right? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I didn't think of that, Magic. Sandy likes it too. Dad gummit. Oh, oh, that was great. Uh, yes, you can uh, bet some sports. Uh, okay. Some now, do you... Go you ahead. Watch, what did you just ask watch me? Watch anything else on the Olympics besides I, the hockey. Honest to God, uh, I freaking love the Winter Olympics. Everything about the Winter Olympics. I kind of do. I don't love it all. Uh, 
I'm kind of like you now for you guys still still watching. Um, the Olympics, of course, are the winter and it's snowing, you know, skiing and, and ice skating and all that. We don't have that around here. Right. So most people around here don't even tune it in. Um, they they watch the summer Olympics. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of like I, I don't like some of it. I do love to watch the skiing. Love the skiing. And I love those ski jumpers. Love the speed skating. Yeah, that's good. Now, love the, the bobsled. The ice skating gets a little bit tedious. But love the ice skating. I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> I love all I'm talking about figure skating. I, I'll watch it. Uh, but I, those ski jumpers, holy cow, you're talking about idiots. Yeah. God, you go flying through the air on those skis and you, you're coming right down to the, I mean, those yeah. guys. I'm telling you, another talk about uh, Saratoga. When you go, you got to go to Lake Placid, and you, I mean, you see all the stuff where they oh, have really? the Olympics, and you yeah. see that ski jump in person. That, that's still there. It's unbelievable. Ever, I wonder. I wondered when some ski jumper like took his six year old kid and said, "Come on, we're going to teach you how to ski jump." I don't know who the hell started that. Kid, that. I wonder if that kid thought, "You don't like me very well. <laughs> you trying to kill me doing this." Uh, but instead, uh, Curtis says, is it morbid to watch the ski jumpers and wait for a crash landing? Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably wouldn't say it out loud like you just did, Magic, but okay. You know, I'm just the opposite. I don't really want to watch that. I'm afraid they'll take them out of there in a body bag. <laughs> well, Magic's a sick, sick individual. So. Does he sit around and watch NASCAR and watch for a big crash? Surely, yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason he watches racing. See if a jockey gets thrown off. <laughs> no, that is sick. Yeah, that is yeah. sick. Sick, 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 Magic. Sick per What's a prop bet on that happening? Plus 500, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, no, I love the I love the Olympics. We, we'll I'm looking we'll forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Ryan Stillman, he loves the Olympics, too. So. <sighs> but, you know, I don't like the Summer Olympics quite as well. Uh, too many events, I think. Yeah. I think it's, you know what I don't like about it? Um, there's too many features and the, there's not enough of the event actually being shown. You yeah. watch a race and then they go do something else for 15 minutes and I don't know. Yeah. No, and I don't not, like it when it's not live. I do like the swimming. Uh, of, oh, love the swimming. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the curling. We need to mention that we mentioned it earlier, but yeah, the curling I'm excited about. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Curtis says Winter Olympics greater than Summer Olympics. There you go. Okay. There you go. Well, he's from Michigan. No, that's true. Yeah. 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 All right. I like it better when it's like in the United States where we're actually watching it live instead of over in Japan or China or somewhere where it's mm -hmm. on tape. Where, where are the Olympics this year? Do you have any idea? I'm sure Cindy knows. I don't know. Baby I think it's in Europe, but I'm not sure. I thought it was like china maybe i don't know well they gotta have snow yeah i don't know i don't know i'm, I'm not sure yeah because china had the sun i don't i don't know well they probably got some mountains somewhere yeah who knows i don't know i don't know anything about what's where it's at i just think i'm actually yeah, china. China. china yeah there you go okay well golly they may get the virus well, i think everybody beijing has beijing has mountains I'm darn. Supposedly, yeah. Never been to China, and I never will go to China. No, no, I probably won't either. No, no. Okay, but, uh, hey, you know, Curtis knows everything. 
they're having problems with snowfall in the mountains, so they're going to mostly make artificial snow. Okay. There, you go. there we go. All right. So if it's in China, that means oh, that's a whole. They're gonna be off at like awful times. Yeah, it is. We'll and I hate that. watching it taped, so I'll I watch it too. live. Yeah, that's gonna suck. Okay. Well, all right. We're gonna. That's it. We're, we're we've done. We're not all gonna right. sit here and complain. One more thing lasted longer than the other part of the show. Well, that usually does. <laughs> All right, guys. As always, thank every single one of you for joining us. And if you're watching this on uh, on the replay or on, are you listening on podcast, we thank you very, very much. Uh, the viewership is growing for the show, and that's good. That means they're going to keep it around. Uh, the bosses have told me. <laughs> Since I'm the boss, we'll probably stay around as long as I want to do it. So. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get off here. We will talk to you. Or we, yeah, we'll do a Monday show. We'll talk to you on Monday. Hope everybody has a good weekend. And uh, well, like I said, we'll see you right back here on Monday. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want to know. To line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.